Hello Blazers, welcome to episode 91 of UAB Green and Told, original debut Monday, February 13th, 2023. Through our podcast, we are able to share stories from members of the UAB community. We invite you to listen into previous episodes. You can check them out at alumni.uab.edu slash greenandtold on Spotify or the Apple Podcast app. And while there, leave a written review so more alums can find us. I'm Greg Berry, a UAB alum and director of communications in the Office of Alumni Affairs. When it comes to courtship, there are many obstacles that may need to be tackled. For some, distance can stand in the way. The long distance relationship I had with my wife before we got married is nothing compared to today's guests. While four hours, a couple hundred miles, and a few dozen cities and towns separated us, Caleb and Maria Hopkins often had more than 4,700 miles, an ocean, and a flight between them. I was just absolutely awestruck. And I mean, she's beautiful from a foreign country. Just, I mean, she was great. Maria traveled far as a foreign exchange student from Stockholm, Sweden, arriving with a fascination to learn more about America and the Yellowhammer State itself. I didn't know a whole lot about Alabama other than what I have seen uh, in movies and things like that. Spoiler alert, this is a love story, one that saw Caleb and Maria following each other across the Atlantic several times to make a life together. And that life led to both finding success through UAB. I mean, there's no there's no way. I mean, if I hadn't met her, I wouldn't be sitting here having this conversation with you. They say absence makes the heart grow fonder. But what about an ocean, multiple time zones, and a whole nother continent? That's right, there are long-distance relationships, and then there's Caleb and Maria's story, one that involves a boy from Alabama and a girl from Scandinavia. I ended up going as a foreign exchange student in high school, and I went to Jasper, Alabama. Uh, so that was back in, gosh, 1996, yeah. 1997. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so my both my brothers had been exchange students. One was outside Detroit, and the other one was in Boston. So it was my turn to go, and I wanted to go to the South. I thought I'll end up at the beaches in Florida. <laughs> um, and I was paired with a host family in Jasper, Alabama. And at first I was a little concerned. I didn't know a whole lot about Alabama other than what I have seen uh, in movies and things like that. But um, I was paired with a wonderful host family. And during that year, I actually met Caleb. And and we, we kept in touch and uh, he actually moved over to Sweden for a while after I moved back. And then Caleb went to UAB and it was time for me to look at colleges. So I thought UAB was a wonderful place and I knew I wanted to study psychology and get my PhD in psychology. So I made some connections and I found that um, there was actually someone from Sweden at UAB, Dr. Wallander, um, who was who is leading the developmental program in psychology. So I applied and I ended up at UAB as well. And I got both my bachelor's, master's and PhD. Yeah. All at UAB. And, and we'll get to that in a second, but I, I, I want to explore something here. Caleb, you must have been struck enough by Maria <laughs> to follow her to Sweden. What was it about that interaction, uh, you know, in Jasper when you first met her that kind of drew you to her? Uh, yeah, I mean, when we first met, we met through the host family and, you know, they, they told me, Hey, we're going to have a foreign exchange student from Sweden. I was like, and at that time I was in junior college. I was, I was friends with the, the, the host family's oldest daughter, which was a senior at Walker high school. And Marie was a senior at Walker high school. And, uh, 
you know, hey, come over and have dinner. Yeah, we were friends. Like, you know, have have a good time. And yeah, I'll never forget, Greg, the the first time she walked down the stairs, I was just absolutely awestruck. And I mean, she's beautiful from a foreign country. Just, I mean, she was great. She was really, really sweet. Uh, she had, I mean, it, there was no communication issues. Her, you know, English was fantastic. And honestly, man, I, I really thought she was out of my league. Uh, I mean, look, I mean, really. Uh, and, and we were friends. You, you know what I'm saying? We would go and do things, whatnot, for, for, for several months, you know, b- before anything else happened. Uh, and, you know, I think that uh, getting to know her uh, through the host family was, was, was great. She had a really great family that she lived with. They were able to do a lot of things, uh, yeah, you know, travel to the beach, to the mountains, all that kind of stuff. So she got, she really had a chance to see, not not just you know Jasper, Alabama. So Caleb mentions, you know, he was struck by you when he first saw you walking down the steps. What were your first impressions of him? <laughs> I've never asked this question. I'm scared of this one. No, I was, of course, I was struck by him as well. Just a tall American boy, great athlete, um, just very very kind, a great listener. He still is. Um, so yeah, I was. I was awestruck at first as well. (laughs) It's it's very interesting that both of you kind of changed your lives for one another. Caleb, you went over to Sweden for a spell. Maria, you decided to come back to the U.S. to make a career. How long did this relationship kind of develop before you got to the point where it's like, you know what? No, I am going to follow this person to the ends of the earth. So Maria had to go back. I think I think it was it was June of uh, mm-hmm. let's see ninety eight. That was a that was a gut punch. I mean, because I mean the whole time you know that this person's leaving, right? Mm-hmm. And I I think for for me it was at the time of my life because I was in my second year of junior college and I was honestly, Greg, I didn't know what I was going to do. Right, I was playing baseball yeah. and. You know, I didn't have a you know a future in baseball after that, and I was, you know, it, the timing was fantastic. The one thing I ha- I sat down with my dad, and he's given me some advice over the years. Some's good, some's bad. Yeah. This one really resonated. He said that you have, you got one trip in this life, and to go for it. So, I said, all right, and. Uh, I worked at, uh, he worked at American Cast Iron Pipe, a SIPCO in, in North Birmingham. So he commuted from Jasper to Birmingham for 40-something years. But they had a, a college uh, program uh, where I could work there during the summer. So Maria left in June. And I worked, Greg, I don't know if I've ever worked that that hard, uh, that many hours. It was manual labor. But I saved my money and bought a plane ticket. Maria's parents were, were gracious enough to host to host me for, for they hosted me for nine months oh wow they they allowed uh us to kind of uh figure it out i guess if that makes sense yeah uh and in that time that i was there we grew closer um and then and then you start making plans for well i did and we talked about making plans for the future right so the next summer kind of rolls around uh and and maria came back to the u.s to, to visit and uh that that's when i proposed so yeah, um, I, we, I, I knew. I, I, I'm thinking. I'm, I'm, I'm hoping that she knew as well that it didn't come as a shock for me to propose. And, and then from there, we were. It was tough. We were, we were uh, apart for a year, 
yeah. but between getting engaged and her coming back to the U.S. starting at, at UAB. As somebody that moved from Europe uh, over to the United States, what were some of the challenges that you kind of encountered early in your days as you were attending UAB as an undergrad? Yeah, I guess some challenges, just learning how the system works, um, things like exams and assignments that are different. But on a positive note, you, know, you hear about kind of Southern hospitality, and that that's definitely the case. And, um, I wasn't familiar with if you walk down the street, you say, hi, how are you? Or you might wave to someone, even if you don't know <laughs> them. Um, and it, it's taken actually several years for me to kind of get, get used to that. And sometimes I will even ask him, do you know that person? And why are you, why are you waving to them? And, um, it's just, you know, different cultural norms, but I love it. I love it here. And um, that hospitality is, is true throughout. And if I'm not mistaken, your undergrad degrees were separated by about a year. Is that right? 2002, 2003? Yeah, I finished. I finished in 2002, and then and then we both walked. Uh, I, I got an MBA in 03, and Maria, uh, you you finished undergrad in 03. 03 and I, yeah. yeah, and I think we actually walked together. When did you guys so, get married? 2001. 2001. So 2001. Here you are. You're completing your undergraduate degrees as a married couple. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> non traditional. Yeah, very, that's right. Very non traditional. What was that like? And were there obstacles that you had to encounter and overcome during those few years that you kind of overlapped in in undergrad? Oh, sure. oh yeah, yeah. Yes, I mean, uh, some of our classmates that were not uh, married, and, right? You know, they were joining fraternities and sororities, and uh, it was very different type of, of lifestyle. Or we yeah. were living in an apartment, trying to clip coupons and save money and yep. focus on work and studying. And that's, that was our yes. life. <laughs> so Greg, I, I worked full time at First Commercial okay. Bank. I started as a teller uh, in January 2000. I, I worked full time and then did night classes. And that's, that's honestly, I don't know if I could have pulled off what, what I did uh, at really, I guess other universities have uh, things kind of geared towards, uh, you know, uh, working professionals. But the business school uh, at UAB really is one where they they, re, they really cater to that, and, and also in the MBA program, right? Uh, but also for undergrads, they they I think they know what their audience is uh, as far as what they're trying to attract and pull in, and I don't think I could have done it anywhere else uh, to to work full time. And the professors were fantastic. You know, I really got dialed in in finance. Uh, you know, before starting at UAB, I was kind of I didn't know what I wanted to do, and then I started, you know, I, I chose finance as a major. Uh, honestly, I, I didn't know what a stock and bond was before that, so I'm not going to act, I'm not going to sit here and act like I did, but uh, they did a really good job with that. Uh, yeah, and we, I mean, what Maria said, we, we had some challenges. I mean, we we didn't see a lot of each other for for uh, some of those early years, and uh, we're tired, and I mean, Maria, she turned right around and, and went and did a master's and a PhD, and... I don't know if they keep track with record time, but like, you know, she was dedicated and uh, I think I think we kept each other accountable uh, yeah. for getting through those days. We had a goal in sight, so uh, we wanted to start a family at some point mm -hmm. and, and we waited a little while for that one. But, you know, we wanted to have our, our feet under our, ourselves and uh, and I think we did that. I really think, you know, UAB was part of that. Uh, I think Maria can would say the same like that. You know, we, we, we owe a lot to, to, to the way that the 
for me, the business school is, is geared. The fact that she could get in into the uh, the master's slash PhD program. She was already doing PhD level stuff when she was doing her master's, and that's that's just fantastic. Yeah. So. Yeah, all the opportunities that UB had in terms of clinical experience, research experience through the Civitan International Research Center and at UAB, I would never have been able to to get that uh, anywhere else. Uh, studying populations with rare diseases and getting a chance to really explore children with developmental disabilities. Um, so that was one of the biggest uh, reasons too why I picked UAB. Not just that you that Caleb was was going here, but um, that was a huge factor as well. Maria, you guys had an experience that most people don't get. A lot of people, you know, they're engaged, they walk across the stage, they get to share that moment. What was it like being a married couple and being able to celebrate that achievement on the same day? No, it was wonderful, right? Oh, yeah. Um, and I, I was not able to have my family here. They were not, yeah. um, you know, all of them were not able to fly to, to the United States, but it was just, it was great. I mean, it was such a wonderful day for sure, a big day of celebration. Now, obviously, having your husband, wife attending UAB, being in Birmingham, helped keep you in Birmingham. But both of you decided to get advanced degrees at UAB. Why did you choose to ultimately stay in Birmingham and continue that educational endeavor at UAB? For me, it's just the university itself with all the opportunities that I was able to have uh, here as a student and um, and as a faculty member, being able to share that with students nowadays, um, you know, just just the way that UAB has grown and the impact it has on the community is is amazing. It's been amazing to see the change uh, since when I first started here to today. Oh yeah, I can't wait to see you know what it's going to be like 10, 20 yeah. years from now. That's right. For for me, it was somewhat. A little bit of convenience to, to go and get the MBA, but uh, at, at my job, they helped with all of my uh, undergraduate tuition. If I made an A, I got 100% tuition paid for. Oh, wow. And then I turned right back around and went to the MBA and they paid for the whole thing. So I had an incentive uh, to do that. I'm, actually, I'm proud that I went through that because the coursework was different from undergrad to, to MBA, even though it was a finance uh, concentration. Uh, but I had more, I had a chance to get more involved with the the faculty i think it was i thought it was great um and you know we're <laughs> we're blazers man i mean we, we bleed green and gold so this is a drastically different campus completely different feel from uh from what it used to be i think right when we were finishing uh that's when the the campus rec center was was mm -hmm. was constructed and then from there you've just had more and more things upgraded, buildings, the business school has moved, it's fantastic. Uh, Maria's in the psychology department, they're, they're, they're gonna be having a new building built. Since you've been in Birmingham now, you know, 20 plus years, how have you seen the college kind of grow? And you have a unique perspective because you've been within the university as well as faculty. Yeah, I mean, certainly it has grown in terms of size and buildings, people. But I think also it has grown in, in terms of the impact that it's had on Birmingham and on Alabama and just throughout um, the nation. I mean, we see not just these new incoming students, they're coming not just from the Birmingham area, but we're seeing students from 
all different states. Uh, and it's great to see that they are picking UAB and they could have picked many other universities, but they are picking UAB because of the experiences that they're able to get here, um, you know, with the medical school, with research opportunities, with these new innovative programs that we've created at UAB. So it's, it's really exciting to see that our population is changing too. Um, I love that we're able to get students from the Birmingham area, um, but it's also great to get all these other students with different perspectives and different backgrounds and even a lot of international students that we've seen recently. And they, they really bring um, what makes UB so unique with our diversity, um, with all these different perspectives coming together in this nice melting pot here in Birmingham. Because of what you did as an undergrad, you came over as an international student. Do you find yourself gravitating towards students today from outside the U.S.? Uh, I don't know if I necessarily gravitate towards students from um, from other countries, but I certainly want to share my experience with with students, even if they're from here, from from Birmingham. Um, I'm actually leading a study abroad trip to Stockholm, Sweden in June of, of this year, and I'm so excited to bring UAB students with me for a chance for, the, for them to explore my hometown of Stockholm. And we're looking at sort of cross-cultural perspectives when it comes to how we view child development and view parenting. Uh, so I'm really excited to be able to share that with, um, with our UAB students as well. Where did the interest come from with the background of your research? Why did you choose that? So my grandmother uh, suffered from polio um, back in the day and, um, and she was in a wheelchair she became the president of the Swedish, it used to be called the Swedish Handicap Association. Um, and I would often go with her to her meetings and in the summer they would have summer camps for individuals with various disabilities. Um, and I worked in one of the summer camps for kids with disabilities. So I knew early on that I wanted to uh, to do something for individuals with disabilities. So I started looking at psychology and in fact my grandmother, uh, she was also a counselor. And um, even though she was limited in her ability to move, but she would oftentimes have these um, late night phone calls where she would work sort of like the crisis line and someone would call in and needed assistance. Um, and sometimes I would listen in to what she was saying. And I was just, I thought it was so interesting that she was able to talk through these issues with individuals who were calling in. So that was early on. I always knew that I wanted to do something within psychology or individuals with disabilities. And I always loved teaching as well. Um, I would line up my toys and sort of teach my <laughs> uh, teddy bears various things. Um, and then um, once I started at, at UAB, I thought, well, that would be perfect. I could do all those things. I could be uh, a professor and I'll be able to teach. I'll be able to work with individuals with disabilities. I could do research. So I can combine all those things into this uh, one position. So I love it. And I sort of always knew that this is something that I wanted to do. Caleb, you mentioned that you kind of started as a blue collar, working hard just to make money so you can go over to Stockholm and spend yeah. time with Maria. But then you wound up in the banking field and ultimately wealth management. What led yeah. you into wealth management and how did UAB help get you there? Yeah, that's a that's a good one. So I, I credit this back to my my time when I first started at First Commercial Bank. I started as a bank teller. Some people might think, uh, you know, that job, I, I wouldn't really like to do that job. I actually really enjoyed doing that job. You get you get to meet, interact with people. Mm -hmm. 
you know, obviously the, the, the pay was not great, but, and I wanted to achieve something and, and I, I did, I got the undergrad. I kept, I kept kind of moving up the rungs. And when I left the bank, I kind of moved to kind of a back office position and I wanted to try something different. And I was studying finance, going for a, a, uh, a chartered financial analyst, like, uh, degree i thought hey um let you know let's stretch my wings let's do corporate finance so i worked at vulcan materials for a couple of years after banking that led me to kind of reassess what am i doing uh and i had a passion for finance but when i when i kind of went back to the drawing board as as a lot of people do when they're you know around 30 years old or whatnot you, you start thinking what is it that i like uh what what is it that i enjoy doing and I, I always went back to, I enjoy meeting different people, interacting with them. How can I, how can I couple that with, with finance? And then private wealth management was the thing. You know, I, I found a, a local firm. I reached out to them. I was lucky enough to, to, to land a job there. Absolute horrible timing, Greg. This was 2008. Wow. Marcus, okay. Oh yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. But I'll say that was a incredible learning experience to see how, not just how clients uh, act during those time periods uh, of, you know, the market's going down, what do we do? But also how professionals, uh, you know, and, and good and bad things, uh, how they react and make decisions in those kind of times of crisis. So you know, I was there for, I think, six years. And then me and my business partner, Johan Gross, we, we decided to launch Navigate Wealth. But uh, and that was a great decision. I'm lucky that Maria, uh, we sat down and talked about that one. That was, that was a, that was also a difficult decision to, to take some risk that, that whole thing with helping people using, using a skill set that I enjoy using finance, but, but having the interaction with folks instead of just kind of being stuffed behind, uh, you know, in the back office. So th those are the kind of the things that I put together, uh, with, with landing where I am. And I, I really, really enjoy this work. With a tween and a teen in your household, are they diehard Blazers like you guys are as well? And they're already thinking of, oh man, you're down the road in a few years. This is where I'm going to end up. They both talked about going to UAB. Yeah, they have. <laughs> yeah. One they wants are. to study dentistry and the other one is not sure yet. But um, yeah, I, I sure hope that they will go to UAB. And, um, and that's yeah, they're. They're thinking right they're now. the ones when it's team day or whatever, they're the ones that are out there wearing green. That's right. Uh, you know, everybody else has the Auburn or Alabama stuff on, maybe some other random school, but and they haven't they haven't shot away from that. They they know what what you know has has buttered our bread, uh, so to speak, and, and where mom works and that we both went there and uh I, I they I think they can feel the passion that we have for it. Looking back now, you know, 25 plus years that you guys have known each other did you ever think that personally with each other with the love that you guys have you'd be where you at as well as professionally i can answer that where i met caleb no i did not think i would be here uh i loved my year in in alabama but when i first started as a foreign exchange student, I did not think, I thought that this is what I'll, I'll be there for nine months. I'll go back to Sweden. Um, I did not think that I would come back here. Yeah. For, for me, it was, uh, no, I mean, there's no, there's no way. I mean, if I hadn't met her, I wouldn't be sitting here having this conversation with you. Uh, I'll, I'll say this, Greg, I mean, that, that one year or the nine months that I was overseas for, for me, it was a, a chance to really grow, uh, as a, as a person. 
uh, to see the world, uh, to mature, uh, those kind of things. And, you know, I, I think it's considered a gap year now. <laughs> I don't I don't know if even that term was a thing back in the day. My parents weren't that stoked about it uh, because they were like, well, if you if you drop out now, are you, are you going to come back? And I just had to tell them that you, you got to trust me. Uh, but yeah, I, I needed that. And, and I think some kids do need that because at that point in my life, I, di- I didn't I didn't know what I wanted to do. Uh, and instead of kind of floundering, I came back. I came back to school when I started at UAB, and I was I was ready to go. That's Caleb and Maria Hopkins. Caleb is a two-time UAB graduate, earning his BS in 2002 and MBA in 2003 from the Class School of Business. He is co-founder of Navigate Wealth Management here in Birmingham. Maria owns three UAB degrees. She completed her BS in 2003, MA in 2006, and was awarded her PhD in 2007 from the College of Arts and Sciences. Currently, she is a professor and director of the psychology undergraduate program here at UAB. With five combined degrees, this duo definitely has a great idea of what it means to be a blazer. I feel like it's the cohesion with the community. Uh, I felt now more than than any time, like UAB, and I know it's in our name, right, Birmingham. But that that is really, I mean, we're 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 interlocked. Uh, we've grown. The city has grown. The resurgence is happening downtown with UAB, with with the community around there. I mean, look at the population density. I mean, none of that existed. There wasn't a Publix. There wasn't a there wasn't a grocery store downtown. All of those things that 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 kind of it breeds this culture of community. And I really feel like now more than at any time, people, when they're, when they're thinking of, of UAB, they're thinking of the growth of Birmingham and what they can achieve in the city. Um, so that's how, that's how I feel about it. Yeah, I mean, I would say something similar. Yeah, we're champions in so many different ways, champions in terms of how, um, how we're treating the community and bringing all this impact into the community, uh, but also in terms of innovative technologies and research and um, all the medical work that's being done at UAB. So I would say, yeah, we're innovative and engaging and, um, and champions. Be sure to check out past episodes of UAB Green and Told. Listen in at alumni.uab.edu slash greenandtold. Have a story to share or know someone who does? Email greenandtold.uab.edu. Finally, be sure to follow us on social media. Just search UAB Alumni on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Thanks for listening, and until next time, go Blazers!